You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Sarah McLean. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Maggie. How are you today? Doing well. How about you? Good. Are you ready to start a new new volume and new unit for this episode? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to yeah, be a fun time in the book of Acts. That's right. All right. So since we're on a new volume, volume 11 from one nation to all nations, and like Sarah said, we are studying Acts and the epistles for the next 13 weeks. So Sarah, why don't you go ahead and share with us the volume description for volume 11? Sure. So amidst persecution, the early church held firm to the truth of the gospel and the sure hope we have in Christ. Living in light of our return king changes our perspectives and motivations as we seek to spread the hope that only Christ can bring. Thank you for that. And so on this episode, we are also starting a new unit, unit 31, which is titled The Church is Opposed. And this unit will go for five sessions. So I am going to share the unit description, and then we'll go into our new big picture question and key passage. Jesus had promised that his followers would face opposition just as he had, and it didn't take long for that to happen. The church was opposed by outsiders as it also experienced conflict from within. But just as God had used the opposition of Jesus for good, he would use opposition of the church for good too. And since we're in a new unit, we have new big picture question and answers and new key passages. So for our big picture question, our younger preschoolers will be learning, why did Jesus become a person? Jesus became a person to rescue sinners. Our older preschoolers will be learning, why did Jesus become human? Jesus became human to rescue sinners. And then our kids are learning, why did Jesus become human? Jesus became human to obey his father's plan and rescue sinners. And our key passage is found in Isaiah 53.5. So our Bible phrase for our babies and toddlers and younger preschoolers is Jesus took our punishment. Our older preschoolers will be learning a little bit more and they'll be learning punishment for our peace was on him and we are healed by his wounds. And then kids will be learning the entirety of Isaiah 53, 5, which says he was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed because of our iniquities, punishment for our peace was on him, and we are healed by his wounds. So now we are going to jump into some session one specifics, and this session is titled The Apostles Were Arrested, and we're focusing on Acts chapter five. So Sarah, why don't you share with us the big idea for this session? So last week, kids learned about Paul's letter to the Christians in Rome. Through that letter, we discussed what it means to be a Christian and how we should live each day. We also saw that it is important to tell others about Jesus. In this week's session, we see that even after being arrested and released, Peter and John did not stop telling people the good news about Jesus. Despite experiencing trials and persecution, the apostles continued to remain faithful to the call Jesus had given them to tell others the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. As followers of Jesus, we can have the same calling on our lives to share the gospel. Thank you for that. So now we're going to jump into the part of the episode where we talk about some activities that might need a little extra prep time or a little extra instructions. So I will start with our older preschoolers and they have an activity called make a collage. 
And this calls for magazines to make that collage. But if you don't have magazines easily accessible, there's also a printable that you can access called Places I Go. And that can be used in place of magazines in that activity. And then for preschool worship, there's an activity called Drive and Tell. And it calls for preschoolers to be sitting in chairs for this game, but that's not necessary if that's not an easy thing for you to accomplish in your environment. So they can also sit on the floor and to make it feel more like they're riding in a car, you might give the driver a paper plate or a Frisbee and use that as a pretend steering wheel. Now, Sarah, why don't you talk with us about what the kids are doing this week? Sure. So for younger kids, there's an activity called Balancing Act. And for this, it's just important to remember that larger, heavier balls may prove easier to balance than smaller balls. So you might consider instead of using marbles, um, you might use a table tennis ball instead. Leaders could also have pairs of kids hold a book together and try to balance a ball on the book as they walk. So if you'd like to make it more of a team activity, um, that's another option. For older kids, there's an activity called Pray for the Persecuted. And for this, it might be helpful if leaders visit an online website such as Voice of the Martyrs to learn more about the persecution of Christians around the world. And then for midweek, there's an activity called Human Puzzle. If you choose to use the disposable wrist op wristband option, these are fairly inexpensive and pretty easy to find online. You can search for a paper wristband or even wristbands to access um, those options for your group. And then there's another activity called balloon pop. If you are concerned about noise or kids' reactions to the balloons popping, you could write the words to the key passage on the balloons themselves and have them arrange the balloons in order. We always wanna be sensitive to those kids who um, might have more neurotypical, different kinds of um, hearing and you know, loud noises might scare them and stuff. So. I know I get scared even. I know. I was just going to say, I, yeah, I don't love balloons popping either. Yeah. So I am right there with those kids. Thanks for pointing that out, Sarah. I love the um, activity of praying for uh, the persecuted Christians around the world. I think that that's going to be really eye-opening mm -hmm. for those older kids. I think that'll be great. As we start to close out, let's talk about what stands out about this session. So I'll start and then I'll hand it over to you, Sarah. You know, this is not an especially cheerful story. And we were sort of talking about that before we started recording, Sarah. But it's really such a great example of what it looks like to persist despite trials. And I think obedience is going to be a really important concept for kids to connect with in this session. That's obedience is something that kids are very familiar with. But I also want to point out a sentence from the last paragraph of the Bible story. It says, the apostles left praising God for being counted worthy to suffer for the name of Jesus. And that is something I don't think we talk about a lot in church, especially with kids, but it is so important that they realize that we serve a God who is worth suffering for. We serve a God who we can praise despite trials. And this is such an important truth for kids to learn and to see examples of practicing so that they can practice it in their own lives. Yeah, I love that, Maggie, because, you know, we're all going to face times of trials. And um, so it's just important for kids to already start building those good theological foundations for when that does come in their life. I think also, you know, as we're kind of working our way through the book of Acts, it's helpful to have a big picture in mind. And I think one way we can do that is to be reminded of Jesus's words in Matthew 10, 
where he told his disciples that they will be hated because of him. And so as we go through Acts, we're going to see example after example of persecution of the believers and his disciples, you know, facing trials because they love Jesus and they want to live their lives for him. But Jesus told them not to fear those who can kill the body, rather fear God. And so as kids follow the stories of Jesus' disciples and later of Paul, they will learn how they faced much hardship, yet were obedient to follow God's call on their lives. And sometimes this can be, you know, a little bit more abstract for kids to kind of understand, especially when we're talking about being arrested. Um, but I think even younger kids can grasp this concept as we teach them that it's not always easy to do what is right or obey, but we can still accomplish it through Jesus and us. For example, younger kids, you know, we can help them remember that they're to obey their parents or to love their brother or to be kind to their friends because this is a command that God has. And we can help them understand that following Jesus in this way means that they're also obeying God, even when it's hard, even when it's hard to love your brother because he has wronged you in some way. We're reminding them of, hey, it's it's about giving God the glory. It's about following Jesus, even when it proves challenging. That's so good, Sarah. And such a great reminder of how this Bible story can be applied to even the youngest kids that we're teaching, right? The Bible isn't just for adults. It isn't just for older kids, but the Bible's truths are for everyone. And this is a great example of that. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.